Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ghost Spider Groupies, the podcast dedicated to Gwen Stacy of Earth 65, also known as Spider Gwen and Ghost Spider, where we review her comics, discuss news, and give our opinions about all things Gwen 65. I'm Abigail. And I'm Pax. Uh, today we are joined by two special guests. I've, I've got a note here. I actually don't know what this means. Um, the Sopple Boys? Is that? Yeah. I don't know Because our two guests here are, are Spidey experts for the day. They've done podcasts that you might have heard of, such as uh, Spider-Man Rewind, Stegman and His Amazing Friends, and Yes, their flagship podcast, Supple Boys. <laughs> flagship show of the network. Yes, Supple Boys. You want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Yeah. We're Ethan and Griffin. We are the Supple Boys. We do, we've we've uh, done podcasts about Spider-Man comics in general for a long time. And then after that, we've started working for a lot of comics creators, um, including a lot of Marvel folks and people that have, you know, uh, defined a lot of eras of Spider-Man, like Ryan Stegman himself. Um and uh, yeah, we, we get referred to as people's supple young interns. So that's where that comes from. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm Ethan. I'm happy to be here. That's Ethan. I'm Griffin. Together we are the Supple Boys. We met uh, because of Spider-Man. That's true. Uh, because of Spider-Man podcasting specifically oh, 10 years ago now. Um, we had a podcast about the Superior Spider-Man. And uh, there's no need for anybody to ever listen to it, ever. I don't know if there's even a way to listen to it anymore. <laughs> but that's how we met, and we stayed friends. And Spider-Man, I think, was one of those things that just sort of tied us together across the country. Like, we're remote. Like, he was in Oklahoma, and I was in Michigan. And uh, our love for Spider-Man and comics um, really just kept us together until... We started yeah, doing more Spider-Man podcasting because it always comes back to that. Uh, and that led us to where we are today working with folks like yeah, Stegman and Bendis and stuff. And it's, it's a crazy journey. And we're so excited to be here talking more Spider-Man with you guys. We, we so rarely get a chance to do it <laughs> yeah. uh, formally these days. So very exciting. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. No, thank you for being here. It's very cool. You guys have the jobs that like Abigail and me wish we had. So, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very nice yeah. to have you on. Um, so, uh, do, do we, we don't have much of a week, Gwen, update. No, we um, got nothing this week. <laughs> got nothing for this week. So, uh, we're looking at a little-known comic called "The Night Gwen Stacy Died." Um, so, it's been fifty years since we had Amazing Spider-Man issues one hundred and twenty-one and one hundred and twenty-two. Is it fifty this year? And, wow. Uh, crazy yeah mm -hmm. yeah so uh we uh well abigail's idea was to review this comic which was essentially so bad <laughs> that we now uh, were able to do 50 issues about the reinvented character that they had to make because <laughs> because they, they so thoroughly mm -hmm. killed off uh the original mm -hmm. one here um uh, this uh these issues are by uh not not to bias opinions going into this i i don't know if, <laughs> if there are some the night gwen stacy enjoys here or like some some jerry conway apologists but uh yeah we're gonna get into this uh these issues it's uh t just the two issues but they're pretty dense because it's an older comic uh it's written by jerry conway art by jill kane inks by john romita senior and tony mortarello and colors by david hunt um, so yeah, we're gonna get into this. It's it's yeah. sort of jumping into the middle of an arc that I I I'm, I must confess I have not read a lot of early Spider-Man stuff. So I'm 
Harry Osborne's on drugs? Mm-hmm. Is that is that Harry Osborne is on drugs? <laughs> LSD specifically. Yeah. Um because listen, children should not do drugs. And children, I think, are the main demographic of the Spider-Man comics, especially back in nineteen seventy-three. So he's tripping sack on LSD. I mean, when, you, when, your dad's, when your dad's Norman Osborne, <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? That's what's happening going into this issue. He's um mm-hmm. he's he's contracted schizophrenia from LSD, mm-hmm. which is apparently a thing which can happen in the Marvel <laughs> universe. Um and and that that's sort of uh, the the preamble to this arc, uh, and also yeah. Norman Osborn has amnesia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yes. it's a bad mental health week for everybody. Is this yeah. his um, same amnesia Pete, from Pete's just coming back from Canada yeah. from forty? Yeah, is is that has yeah. he? Yeah, okay, I was I was making sure that it hadn't resurfaced since then. Yeah, okay, it's a long no, time. I think they 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 tease you, Jake, with mm-hmm. it a little bit, but but not until dude, not until this. This is what like, really held off. Jesus. They did. That's like a level of restraint uh-huh. that I feel like is not present in the industry these days. Um, <laughs> I, I, what do you, what yeah. do you mean? I'm enjoying this very permanent situation where Norman Osborn <laughs> is a good guy in, in the current Marvel conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's like, never coming last. back. For now. For now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it's a great issue. I, th- I, I think the, these two issues. Um, you know, I don't know where you guys necessarily want to start. I hope I'm not jumping in or cutting anything off. Did you want to do the synopsis? Yes. So what what we'll do now is we will do our little synopsis, and then I'll sure. get everybody on the same page who's listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, if uh, anybody is listening and has not read these issues, they are Amazing Spider-Man uh, issues 121 to 122, specifically from the 1963 run. Yeah. Um, yes. Volume um, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, th- there you go. Volume one. And and we would say spoiler alert, but come on, <laughs> this comic has been out for fifty years. It's been out yes. for fifty years. It's been adapted into a whole bunch of different mm-hmm. things that we we have a list of. It looks like later in the show, I I would be shocked if anybody didn't know exactly <laughs> what happens in these issues. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. But if 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 you haven't read it and you want to read it, uh, you can subscribe to Marvel Unlimited. Uh, you can probably buy it on Comixology. Um, those are probably going to be the cheapest uh, legal means with which to read this comic. So, if there's anything else left to say in the preamble there? So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just get into it. So it's uh, uh, starting at the Osborne residence. Harry Osborne is sick in bed with quote total clinical psychosis unquote apparently after a bad trip on lsd peter attempts to visit his bedside but is kicked out by an angry norman osborn who blames peter for harry's current condition plagued by potential financial collapse at oscorp and a deteriorating mental state norman's previously uh i've not written the sentence right um norman's amnesia breaks and he remembers peter's identity as spider-man and his own as the green goblin Wondering why Harry has relapsed in this way, Peter goes to deliver photographs to the Daily Bugle. He finds swinging through the city difficult with his cold and is quickly kicked out of the office by J. Jonah Jameson after his contagiousness becomes apparent. Meanwhile, Norman costumes up as the Green Goblin, finds Gwen Stacy at Peter's apartment, and kidnaps her. Peter discovers the aftermath of Gwen's kidnapping and tracks Green Goblin to the George Washington Bridge using his spider sense. The two fight briefly, with Peter initially dazed from his cold, but gaining the upper hand and knocking Goblin off his glider to the water below. He goes to check on how the unconscious Gwen is doing, but Norman remotely regains control of his glider to return back to the top of the bridge. 
He surprises Peter, knocking Gwen off the bridge. Peter slings a web to catch Gwen before she hits the water, but it's too late, and the force of the drop is fatal once she is caught. Peter reels her up, realizing in horror what has happened, only after he is cradling her in his arms. Goblin gloats that it was futile for Peter to try to save her, and the two vow to kill each other. They continue to fight, with Peter wrestling Goblin on his glider, getting more and more fierce. Norman flies up, knocking Peter off on a bridge cable before gliding away. Peter's left dazed and cradles Gwen, mourning her loss before being forced away by the police, suspicious of his involvement. Peter searches the Osborne residence, but Norman is nowhere to be found. Harry desperately pleads with Peter for his support and help, but Peter ignores him and storms off to the Daily Bugle as Spider-Man. Peter's request, Robbie Robertson does some fact-finding and discovers that Green Goblin is hiding out in a warehouse off 23rd Street. Jameson reacts poorly to Spider-Man's surprise appearance, but Robertson insists that he's got it wrong this time, before Pete webs up the angry editor-in-chief's mouth. The Green Goblin expects Spider-Man to appear and rushes to flank his entrance when he hears his arrival at the warehouse. Spidey anticipates this and ambushes his ambush, disabling his glider too. Peter has Goblin dead to rights now and lays into him, nearly killing him there. He stops himself once he realizes he's gone too far though. The Goblin manages to remotely reactivate his glider while still prone, anticipating that that it will impale the momentarily distracted Spider-Man. He senses the danger this time and dodges the vehicle though. It travels forward, directly into Norman, killing him right there and then. Peter returns to his apartment only to find Mary Jane waiting. She's heard about Gwen and attempts to offer up some sympathy. He rejects this though, asking why she would ever care, urging her to just leave. For a moment, she hesitates by the door, but then closes it, deciding to stay with him. Mm. Here we go. Mm. That's the night Gwen Stacy died. Yes, that title being revealed uh, at the end after the tease on the cover is so good. So, so good. And that's like yeah. one of those things that I'm like, yeah. Ethan and I got to steal that. We got to do something like that sometime down the road. There he goes. Because yeah, at the time of publication, it would have been unthinkable to kill off the protagonist's love interest or let alone anyone in his supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is coming. Um, I think Ethan's gone. We'll see if he pops back in. <laughs> uh, this is coming uh, just about 10 years into uh the amazing spider-man you know 11 years after the debut in 62 10 years after the the debut of the title in 63 um and of course we're coming off of all the stuff of 60s spider-man which is so uh you know it's full of a lot of like really fun stuff really campy stuff of course it's the 60s uh and welcome back sir um and now that we're sort of entering this era of the 70s that is like a little bit more like cynical after like this like counterculture and the hippie movement and everything, it's a lot less fun. And of course, I think people will always point to this issue as like that turning point out of the Silver Age um, because it is so noticeably fucking brutal and upsetting in comparison to uh, to previous Spider-Man stories or or any stories in comics i think up to that point yeah they've called this the transition from silver age when everything was happy-go-lucky frou-frou la-di-da into the grittier bronze age Mm -hmm. so i 
my thing about these two issues is always uh, I'm I'm always floored by how young Jerry Conway was when he wrote these. He's like 19 or 20, I think, when he wrote this, um, which is insane to think that someone can't even legally drink in the United States can like wrote one of the most significant stories in Spider-Man history. That is nuts to me. He would have been a, um, a kid when they first started releasing Spidey comics as well. Wouldn't he? You've... He would have been quite young. Yeah. I mean, he would have been like the perfect age to start picking it up. So he, you know, Conway, I, I don't 100% know like where he was at maybe as a, as a fan at that point, but he could be one of that first like generation of like, Oh, I, I quote grew up reading Spider-Man comics and now I'm writing Spider-Man comics. He's kind of, I think the first uh, really big example of that potentially. So I thought super interesting. And there was a couple of convoluted stories on how the night Gwen Stacy died was greenlit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know a whole, I can't remember. I know I've, uh, at some point I've dug into the behind the scenes, but I don't, I don't recall. Because uh, initially, Aunt May was supposed to die, mm. but then Jerry Conway thought that if she died, then Peter would finally grow up and he wouldn't have to worry about her anymore. <laughs> It'd be too good. <laughs> Peter would be better off. <laughs> am, am, I, am I right in saying that there was like pushback from Stanley on on this storyline, like retroactively? Yeah, there was another convolution to like Stanley. A uh, greenlit, and then he went to vacation, and I think Europe or something. Yeah. Um, well, first, real a real quick aside. Ethan says he's restarting his computer, so he he sends his apologies. Um, I mean, there's there's so much to talk about in the issues. Uh, I think, even though they they're they're pretty straightforward, um, there's a lot here that is like. It still gets me, I think, every time that I read it. It's really, really upsetting, really brutal stuff. And anytime I read early Spider-Man and it's like all caps angry like this, I just read it in Christopher Daniel Barnes's voice. Like, that's all I can hear. You mean when water clone MJ disappears like the no? <laughs> yes, yes. That's exactly, exactly how I'm reading the night Gwen Stacy died is with him being super angry. I think the most heartbreaking part is when you see the lettering in there next to Gwen's neck, that little snap. Yeah, that's actually the really interesting thing is like the Goblin and Peter have this whole dialogue about like the fall was going to kill her, like no matter what, because of like the force of it. But Goblin seems to like say that she was already dead when she was falling or something. So I'm wondering if there was some controversy about the specifics of like the neck snap happening and so they kind of convoluted it a little bit more to see if maybe they could get it in there and get away with it because the dialogue sort of contradicts the idea that peter's web is is more or less the reason she's dead yeah and some and from gwen's perspective remember how it was shown during clone conspiracy mm. I don't know if I've read Clone Conspiracy. That's part of my like little Spidey drought in in the mid like what twenty tens, I think is when he's doing that right. Um, God, it's so hard to keep track of all the clone stuff. So I don't know. There's um yeah so cl uh, Clone Conspiracy is the one where everybody is cloned. Everybody who's died in Peter's thing is cloned, and it's because Ben Riley is um 
mm-hmm. the jackal. He's the jackal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there is a there's like a there's like a short like eight page sequence in one of the like at the beginning of one of them, which retcons this right because if you read this, um, mm-hmm. Gwen is completely unconscious. Um, she's mm-hmm. knocked out by Green Goblin before she realizes what's happening, mm-hmm. and then she's killed while she's still unconscious. Mm-hmm. So she never wakes up to you know react or fight back or anything she never figures out that spidey is is peter parker um mm-hmm. and and she's yeah she's she's killed off without even her knowing like she would you know um so um there's like a complete lack of agency in that and i think that like dan slot sort of wanted to like do something with that so he he retcons in that actually she was she was like knocked out but she was awake welcome back <laughs> Uh, We're talking about clone conspiracy. I'm so sorry about that. Can you believe we do this for a living? Mm-mm. Does, does, Mm-mm. It, does it does it normally happen, or is it uh, is, is it just playing? <laughs> Never have it's it. Just it, it just completely shit out on me. All right, all right. We're talking about clones. You said continue. Yeah, well, I was, mm-hmm. I was just talking, saying that the retcon in in clone conspiracy makes it basically so that that Gwen is is semi conscious, conscious enough to know that Green Goblin's kidnapped her. And that uh, Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and she's able to react to that. And like, there's there's sort of like a reverse panel of some of the shots that like we get in the in right. these where uh, you can see like her crying because she's like finding out that Pete's Spider-Man and she's been put in all this danger because of him. And then and then as she's dying, she's able to like react to like the fall and everything, and you know how it's not fair. Um, but yeah, like they they add all of that in because because if you read this, like Gwen doesn't say or do very much. I right. think um mm-hmm. is is the main issue with these issues about her death so um yeah i would say <laughs> my major fair. criticism here is she's 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 killed off without having to do anything she's yeah it's not part sure. of her yeah story and For she sure. was temporarily revived during the judgment day issue but she didn't get to react to that either all she said at first was like peter why are you so old <laughs> The Judgment yeah. Day one you're saying the mo- the one those mo- that really recent one from Zeb Wells Nick Jagoto on art yeah that was a good one yeah because as a reward mm-hmm. yeah the Celestial uh, revived Gwen temporarily like in the Avatar form like mm-hmm. not the Avatar this is a completely different <laughs> Avatar form but anyway uh, yeah he placed Gwen's soul into her Avatar just so the two of them can have a proper goodbye before she disappears. Right. Mm-hmm. Just the sentence, <laughs> the, the, the soul and the avatar from the celestials. Uh-huh. It's crazy that all this is like revolving around like Gwen Stacy, <laughs> like the the girl that Peter dates in college. And I dropped out, so, so I don't know for sure, but I assume we haven't talked about Sin's past yet. There's so we there's, haven't gotten oh, to Sin's there, past there, yet. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, later on when we move on to I, her legacy. It's crazy how so little. There's so little allowed to happen with her in this period she's kept she's kept so 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 out of the loop but then yeah later so much is packed into that to this point in continuity with her it's kind of wild mm-hmm. it's i think it's i think it's just trying to like it's trying to reconcile with the fact that like what is like a core spider-man story just she, she just doesn't you know mm-hmm. so so they, they keep going back to it they keep going back to this this well and trying to do things with it like right. um i feel like the movie does a really good job asm2 does a really mm-hmm. good job of sort of reconciling that even just a little bit of having a very deliberate, like, it's my choice to be in this situation. I'm here. I'm going to help you, you know, fight crime, f- 
fight Electro. And then, you know, it's like her being there is, you know, simultaneously like her choice, but also like, you know, if Peter wasn't Spider-Man, like it probably <laughs> wouldn't be the case still. Right. So, uh, yeah, the movie, I mean, we've talked about the movie so much, Ethan and yeah. I, that's like a core memory, a core, like a cornerstone oh, yeah. to our Spidey love is those movies. And that, that moment in particular, I think is probably one of the, I don't know, most well done, just like almost straight adaptions out of a comic. It's just mm-hmm. so visually like stunning and the performance from Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone is like mm-hmm. so brutal yeah. and upsetting. For sure. It's really good. Yeah, you you two super cut the movie, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> We've done cuts of a lot of the Spidey movies, yeah. And Griffin We've done did cuts. a Griffin did a cut with ASM two, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it that you've combined ASM2 with the first one, so it's just one long movie? Yeah, that's not even, like, how I really like it. That was just the most fun thing to, like, put out for people (laughs) to see because I had, like, a what I call the slightly less boring version of ASM1 where I just like (laughs) trim some of the fat and it's just like 10 minutes shorter and it moves quicker. But ASM2 was like the original, the original undertaking of like, okay, there's an, you know, there's an entire subplot here that does not fucking work, but is also for some reason crucial to the film. So how can we, take that out so then because there's so much good spider-man stuff in that movie mm. and so it's about trying to highlight it by excommunicating all the bad stuff <laughs> from the movie yeah and anyway her death like this arc really does set up norman osborne to be spider-man's arch nemesis mm. number one see that's the debate though you know we go <laughs> i feel like a lot of people go back and forth the people will say it's norman because he killed gwen But then there's a lot of people that are like, Doc Ock doesn't quit, man. Doc Ock always comes back and he is like Peter's like actual like is is always trying to superior, right? Like he's trying to like one up Mm -hmm. Peter where like Norman is sort of a straightforward like, you know, they're so often characterize him as just like he's fucking lost it. He's (laughs) like he's dangerous because you have no idea what he's going to do. And Otto is dangerous because he's like super fucking smart and capable. Before Superior, it would have been easy to say that Norman has hurt Peter a lot more. And so if that's Mm -hmm. what makes him his arch nemesis, then then that makes sense. But then after Superior, there's more of an argument to be made, I think. He murdered him. He (laughs) left him in a dying body and stole his life. Uh, (laughs) Made him watch as he said, bye, (laughs) you're dead now. And don't forget, Norman also orchestrated the Clone Saga. He, he was did. also responsible for Mayday's stillbirth. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. It's, it's, there's so much What's to so much? What's, <laughs> prior, like I'm less familiar with classic Spidey. So like prior mm-hmm. to the night Gwen Stacy died, was Green Goblin not as big a villain in the I mean, he, 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 he showed up a, a, a good amount of times and like the most memorable thing about him was the mystery of, of of revealing who he was the fact that he was the only mystery villain over many issues and then and then of course him finding out peter's identity and him being the only villain who knows who he really is so there were those elements that made him stand out more than anybody else for sure yeah, 100%. I would say, like, up until this point, yeah, it's definitely the Green yeah. Goblin. Like, Doc Ock hasn't had his, like, moment in the sun right. at all yet. And Goblin, you know, showing up on Aunt May's lawn was, mm-hmm. like, easily, like, the most dangerous any of them had really felt, I think. Certainly up to that point. Can I say real quick, I, 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 let, me, let, me, let me ask you guys just to clarify. So, so you, like, you guys both, like, this, this story is, like, you, you really don't like it, right? <laughs> is, that, is that the case? 
Well, I mean, if it wasn't for the night Gwen Stacy died, right. uh, we wouldn't have uh, Spider Gwen because yeah. that was a, that's a core part of Spider Gwen's story mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's this alt universe where uh, she was never killed. Mm-hmm. She was the one who got spider powers, and Peter's the one who died. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I was very ready to go into because I, I hadn't read the night Gwen Stacy died before before like right. preparing for the podcast, so I, I hadn't uh, like honestly uh, like the vast vast majority of classic Spidey I've not read, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I, I sort of, I sort of came into this like issue as like I, I, she gets bridged. It's wrong. It's this. It's not. It's right. like, like you know. Uh, but uh, I was reading it, um, and and I will say that the, the last page definitely um, softened me a lot on it. And the last page <laughs> is really really good. It is. Uh, specifically just yeah. just the last page with with MJ. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the the uh, I, I think the overall like story concept of Gwen dying in this way was. Is, right. is sort of breaks it almost sure yeah because I, interesting i i like jerry conway like i like i like even his current stuff yeah, um yeah. Mm-hmm. and and i think the uh like the pacing is is very good and i think the action mm-hmm. like the the art is all really well done like it's, it's oh, like yeah. it, it's it's a very it's like it's good comics but but mm-hmm. i think the, the concept and what the story is trying to say is, is what's like messing it up so yeah i i, I asked yeah. because like the story is so interesting to me and and like especially because like i find you guys perspective really interesting because you you really care about gwen like as her own character and like we've gone through so much classic spidey stuff and like gwen is a fascinating sort of historical piece of comics because like when she first pops up she's like a bully she's terrible like she's really yeah, mean. her and peter and, like do not get along like ditko like yeah. almost goes out of the way to like give her like little devil horns yeah. like her, her little hair clips look um, like devil horns yeah yeah it's just like yeah who is this and, and she, like, she and harry osborne strife in his yeah life. she and harry osborne yeah. like team up just to like shit on peter you know but then like as <laughs> as they decide that gwen is gonna become you know a love interest for him her personality just gets completely like watered down to the point of like non-existence really. And, and, and there's like talk about, you know, her being um, sort of representative for Stan of his wife of Joan. Um, But I I don't know how much of that is true. Um, But that's so fascinating because then by the time that she's like completely flat, that's when Jerry decides to, to kill her off. And so she, she functions as this like plot device and it's like really interesting in like two hands because on one hand it's like it kind of broke new ground and like led to comics being able to have darker repercussions and kind of like letting things happen in superhero stories that hadn't really happened before but on the other hand it's like yeah but she never really got to be her own character and so like the greatest purpose mm-hmm. she served was to be this thing that haunts peter so yeah. it is a fascinating kind of phenomena in comics i think yeah, because the thing is, um, this event, um, it's what ends up bringing Peter and Mary Jane closer together, mm-hmm. like, uh, bringing her to the forefront of being his main love interest from now on. Even though they've had their uh few breakups and get back togethers, but anyway, like, if you were to ask me, uh, who's Peter's one true love, one hundred percent of the time, it's Mary Jane <laughs> for me. Yeah, I mean, it is. It has to be like MJ. I think even just like it's so settled on like the last page of this thing, like especially, you know, being able to look back on it. 
I'd love to know what the sort of what the vibes were back in 73 when everyone's like, what's going on with MJ? Is she like sliding in there like immediately? Question mark. Oh, according to like the stories, like Stan Lee, Jerry Conway and the rest of the editorial thought that MJ was the much more interesting love interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she is like mm-hmm. at this point, like it yeah. sounds like shitty. <laughs> I don't like, you know, want to want to put Gwen down or or, you know anything like that but like we're saying like gwen does sort of like take more of a yeah plot device sort of role in these later issues yeah but but also like something that makes peter and mj so interesting and so strong is that they are they are so tight despite the fact that peter is still haunted by this past love like i like i don't know if you guys have read spider-man blue but spider-man blue you know is pete up in the attic recording a message to Gwen, like while MJ is waiting downstairs, like that being part of their dynamic is part of what makes it stronger as well. Yeah. She's so compelling because of that, like, especially in a book like Spider-Man where the whole, you know, those early like Ditko Lee Ditko stuff is like fucking soap opera. Um, I'm so sorry. Are we allowed to swear? I realize I've sworn a couple times. Ago, okay. No, yeah, um, yeah, cussing's allowed. Okay, great. Like, I'm the biggest the offender. Cuss, so. um, we, have a, we have a Gwen Stacy swear jar. We 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 actually because oh, we, we no. kind of enjoy it when when writers use that as her voice. Um. Yeah, the way that uh, we go from the soap opera, like almost Archie Comics, you know, dynamic of like girls almost fighting over Peter, Peter not knowing which girl to go like, you know, it's just like all that sort of like teen romance stuff. Then to go into something as nuanced as her having this understanding that Peter lost somebody that he loved that really, you know, that they both love because her and and Gwen are friends, even Mm -hmm. if they do have like that sort of Betty Veronica, like frenemy type of thing sometimes. A lot of that Um, gets retconned in later too, more of their time together and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, it just turns into a really, it's, it's terrible, or at least it was sort of like terrible for the character of Gwen Stacy. I think at the time before she had this like Renaissance of Mm -hmm. like, she she is like a motive for all of these other really interesting and great Spider-Man <laughs> stories to happen. But mm-hmm. her character up until this point, and even yes, through the story, it's not getting much right. <laughs> to do. You know, a, a really funny anecdote is that um, in uh, Peter David and Greg Land's symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number four, there's a, a nightmare sequence where Peter goes through the night when Stacy died. Mm. So uh, this time he's able to save her from falling. Mm. But uh, as they make their landing, uh, Gwen gets killed by a sparkle blast to the forehead by the <laughs> goblin. So Jesus. when Peter Jesus. when Peter jumps on the goblin <laughs> to unmask the goblin, he unmasks the goblin to find out that it's Mary Jane under that mask. Oh my god. And MJ says that uh, she had to die because if it wasn't for her death, the two of them wouldn't be together. Ugh, I don't like that. It's an odd. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Don't I think, like that I think there's, there's an issue with like where, where you have so many decades of storytelling hinging on very specific plot points that they get kind of fatalistic with it. Like they're very like, this, mm-hmm. this, is, this has to happen. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like even like yeah. if you read like. Um, 
like it, like Spider Verse as well. Like it had this thing where it'd be like like half of them were there because they were like different versions of ways that Spidey would react to Gwen's death. Like mm-hmm. in this one, he like teams up with the Punisher and he becomes <laughs> all edgy and he has wrist guns and stuff like that because oh, yeah. he handled it so. Badly. I do remember seeing that cover. I didn't read that issue. I saw that cover with that suit and I was like, "That's kind of dope." It's a cool design. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> cool. <laughs> yeah. Which, speaking of the Punisher, this is another Jerry Conway creation. He was created, you know, as a way to uh, apprehend Spider-Man because he thought that uh, Pete killed her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, I also, also, I wanted to bring up, I, I found the perfect reason to break out my amazing Spider-Man essentials collection oh, for this. This is something that I hadn't brought out in so long, but I remember that I had, this is the only essentials collection I have and it's got the night Gwen Stacy died in it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to fucking crack this but you're shit missing, But you're missing all this beautiful color. No, man. but it's so good though. <laughs> Look at that shit. Yeah, no, cheap. Dude, there's so many. Are you kidding me? Bring back the Essentials collection. God damn. Yeah. There's yeah. like 15 comics in here. It's crazy. It's awesome. <laughs> so- Wasn't Luke Cage also brought into prominence because of this event? Hey, Luke Cage is in the next mm-hmm. issue. He's in it's 123. Um, it's a little tease, yeah. He's sitting there. He's like, that guy looks sad. That guy looks real sad. Maybe I should fight him next issue. So, so the, who is the silhouette? Is that is that Luke Cage or Punisher or who is the silhouette? Uh, I'd have to go back and check, but it, I like could, there's I the silhouette and then it goes it next you. time Cage. <laughs> yeah, it it um, kind uh, of implies. Oh, that it's oh yeah. Cage, okay, but... okay. No, I I see the cover now. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's supposed to be him because then after that. It's the mark of the man wolf, baby. One twenty four, <laughs> dude. We gotta pick rewind back up. I gotta talk about J. Jonah Jameson versus a werewolf. I, I would love it. <laughs> yeah, and another consequence of this is that, um, you know, the jackal resented mm. Peter for this. Yes, was, uh, dude, was, the clones. Yes. Was Miles Warren in Spidey comics prior to the night? Yeah. So was but was the was the jackal? No, he's he's just their kindly professor, Peter and Gwen's kindly professor, who is later You'd revealed to be a total him. creep. That's that oh, is gross. It is kind of fun going back rereading it. Yeah, it is. I just finished reading the entirety of the Clone Saga. I finally read all those giant collections, and Miles Warren's tale is not one for the faint of heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Is a, yeah, cause, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the reason why uh, Warren got Peter and Gwen's DNA in the first place because uh, he needed blood samples I for a school so, project yeah. or something? Yeah, it's um, some like, really gross and nasty-ass <laughs> fucking like, undercover thing. He was. And he was infatuated with Gwen to begin with right, mm-hmm. right when she walked in the door. there's a lot of pages of him like, having like a nude Gwen clone that he keeps around and whatever. He's a fucking... Well, he's, he's, he's not a great guy, as it turns out. Um, not not mm. villain to be redeemed. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no. There's like no. nothing there. That, that one oh, you but, just throw to the dogs. Yeah. He's not getting a cute redemption arc. Um, I'm going to take a little bit of a tangent here. The, the night when Stacy died uh, does not exist in Mexico. Oh, right. Yeah. It's the alternate universe, right? Yeah. I forgot. Did, don't about they get that. Evans? Didn't they get married? And it and it goes along that path. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those ones. What happens those... in Mexico? 
<laughs> Not Gwen Stacy doesn't die. Let me tell you that the stories the stories branch off. It's a it's like a whole different timeline where where he and Gwen stay together. So yeah, in Mexico they made alternate universe Spider Man comics stri- um, that ignore the <laughs> nights Gwen Stacy died, and they got Peter and Gwen to get married there because they didn't like mm-hmm. that art for them. It's good. Impulse. I've never read that uh, stuff. I've never looked into it too much either. I don't really know like. Mm-mm what happens in those comics it's kind of one of those little blind spots in our spidey knowledge i think it's just like what's he, what, going hap- on what over happens there? in it is she gets knocked off the bridge and then he catches her and, and he's like are, oh, are you okay and she's like i'm fine and he's like oh good i thought you might have broken great. your neck is your neck okay she's like oh it's my neck my neck's fine and then it's and then it's over <laughs> oh uh, great yeah oh <laughs> well, i'm gonna go fight the green goblin still yeah i'm gonna go take care of that and then... okay cool <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, back to the jackal. Is is clones basically Gwen's legacy? Uh, I don't want to pin that I, on her. I, I like clo- <laughs> clones, or like you know, there's so many alternate versions right. of Gwen now. So like clones being one thing, but like, yeah, um, yeah like Spider Gwen's her yeah. real legacy, but before her conception, it was just cl- either clones or she was. Uh, sort of kind of brought back to life only to be mm-hmm. dusted later. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, because the original Clone Saga, the one that's just a couple issues, is kind of all about Gwen. It's all about Miles Warren wanting to clone Gwen and then yeah. cloning Peter. And so the fact that the Clone Saga becomes such a larger thing, but it can all be traced back to Gwen, yeah, it's yeah. like, I guess it is inextric- inextricably yeah. kind of tied together. Yeah, because I got a list of her notable clones here. Like, the very first Gwen clone that was ever created was uh, (laughs) named Abby L. Uh, She wasn't introduced till Spider Island, but uh, she was the very first Gwen clone that was ever made. She's essentially Kane's answer (laughs) to uh, Gwen 616 because her next clone Mm. was Joyce Delaney, the Ben Riley answer (laughs) Mm -hmm. of what uh, Mm -hmm. Gwen would have been. It's a lot of clones. <laughs> so it's too many. So, yeah. And then and then there was a third one introduced in Superior who stayed with Miles Warren mm. all this time. Oh my god. And we yeah. haven't even gotten to the twins. Oh my fucking god. I have so much to say about the twins. <laughs> I just re- I just reread since Patrick. Well, the fact that like it I'm so sorry. The fact that <laughs> you yeah, yeah, but also like, I cannot fucking believe Nick Spencer. That's he drug all that shit up. That's Holy shit! You guys, you guys he read this, it all right? back The up. Nick Spencer amendment yes. to Sins Pass. Yeah. Wild, we, we, crazy, wild, we, we, crazy. <laughs> we we announced crazy, it not... actually. It was a week end up. They we like we were that pleased that they 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 retconned. Yeah, I I, I, yeah, I love Nick yeah. Spencer's run. I love that Nick Spencer was willing to get down to the mud and and take a, a convoluted retcon and then do an even more convoluted retcon to get rid of that convoluted retcon. I think it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 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 before the reveal, I had this long running theory that Kindred was in actually the real right. Gwen Stacy back to life because yeah. she fit the profile Definitely. the best. Yeah, I mean, that story, I mean, Spencer's run in general after Slot's tenure, 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 um, is Slot stuff, thank you, is, is <laughs> extremely, like, additive. Uh, and, I mean, like, it's it's never too far removed from the uh, the status quo, but he just does so much, and that's, like, so many different little switch-ups. 
in the status quo. And then when Spencer arrives, he's like, he's Spider-Man. He's going to college and he's mm-hmm. on his ass. And like, we're back to status quo. But also, I'm going to fucking, yeah, like he's dig through the mud. I'm going to go to all those places mm-hmm. that Spider-Man writers have not wanted to fucking touch mm-hmm. for almost a decade now. And we're going to rearrange a couple of Everybody things. Everybody was gonna... hypnotized to think that Sin's past happened. It was all hypnosis. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. That's so yeah, that's good. so good. Yeah, even Norman himself, he was hypnotized by Mysterio thinking that he banged Gwen. That's the best part. That's the best part. Because I, the the fact that that the scene of Norman banging Gwen is uh, Mm. the face modeled after what's his fucking face? Uh, That actor, Um, uh, the guy that's in uh, First Avenger, he's the general guy. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. His face looks like (laughs) it's modeled after Tommy Lee Jones in that page, and it's so disturbing. The fact that that was all in Norman's head just helps me sleep a little bit better at night. Definitely. Um, I, yeah. definitely. I, I think um, I, I mean I mean like we speculated a lot about it at the time but I think like, like maybe Nick Spencer probably did want to have Kindred turn out to be the original Gwen Stacy mm. but was not allowed to um, for whatever reason yeah but I was in the right family tree though you were yes you were, you were. that's true you were right you were right once removed <laughs> I think yeah. Ethan Ethan came to me like uh, I can't remember <laughs> pretty close to like issue 50 of that yeah. run or whatever it is and he's like it's harry mm-hmm. and i'm like no <laughs> shit huh okay mm-hmm. and then for a minute they were like it's harry and i was like son of a bitch you got it and then fucking issue 75 rolls around mm-hmm. or whatever and they're like it's the stacy twins motherfucker and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck oh no we're going back <laughs> and for a second i was really nervous but then he was like it didn't happen and i'm like Okay. Okay. <laughs> shit. Well, it's implied that these are not the same Stacy twins that no, were introduced in no. since past. They're like three generations, however many generations later. God, it's wild. Clones shit. of the twins. <laughs> and there's still actually another pair of them growing in that uh, lab, but Zeb Wells doesn't want to acknowledge it. Well, he joked when I met him that Paul must have ate them. <laughs> I love the idea so much of any like casual reader that doesn't know much about spider history trying to pick up that arc and just being like oh my god what is happening <laughs> crazy crazy the, there's, there's a lot of back reading to appreciate so what yeah. spencer run was trying to do there at, mm-hmm. at least in the last half anyway yeah. the first half i think you can you can get by i think without mm-hmm. much context well he even like you know bringing in um i guess spoilers for nick spencer's run um uh mayday for that panel too also like adds in like a whole nother little layer of like did you read spider girl uh that's true and (laughs) oh yeah that was another thing i was confused about so like mephisto's interference was just so a parker daughter wouldn't usurp him Mm -hmm. but the thing is why would he need to make the deal pre one more day if may was still born uh <laughs> yes. So that's why I thought uh, maybe that could have been Annie, but she just has Mayday's uh, haircut. I need a shortboard to work that whole ro- yeah. run out. I need I need like a good three hours. And... <laughs> you had to be Andrew Garfield in the Amazing Spider-Man too, and he's got his, he's listening to <laughs> Philip Phillips while he fucking does. His thing. Do I have to retcon you too? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I I want to ask you guys a question. I'm so sorry. This is a tangent. I just gotta know. Do you, 
do you guys have opinions on ultimate Gwen Stacy and her death? And is that something you're going to talk about in another episode? Yeah, this is part of it too. The illusions. Okay. All right. Ultimate Gwen Stacy is pretty fascinating. I, I, I like ultimate Gwen Stacy a lot. Okay. She did not need to die in that issue mm-hmm. in that way. Did she need, did she need to come back as carnage? That I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed. Cool. I enjoyed Carnage Gwen. It was interesting. It is pretty. It is pretty sick. I, I remember when that was happening. It was a similar thing. I imagine maybe to kids in the seventies reading it, and being like, "Oh my God, Gwen Stacy died," and reading that and then being like, "Oh my God, Gwen Stacy is Peter's cursed. making out She's with like, Carnage." <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna yuck anybody's yum, but like. <laughs> Yeah, because there's this whole thing about like when Gwen died after Carnage absorbed everything, like it absorbed everything from her, like her yeah. memories, it, it, like, her became bodily 100% fluids. Her. Yeah. yeah, like Reed Richards is like, this is this is a genuine Gwen Stacy right here. It's like okay, if you say so. Yeah, no, I I mm-hmm. I, I do I, I the, the the all of the stuff that kind of comes after it kind of like works. I think like the resurrection stuff works a lot better than than anything that was ever tried in six one six. But um, I, again, I have a lot of the same issues with the way that you know they, sure. they sort of just sort of kill off a character who doesn't have much agency. Yeah. Um, I, I think it stings a lot, especially because in the same issue that she's killed off, she like she she has like this almost comment where she's having like this identity crisis. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know if she's gay or not like is an actual line right. and then they kill her off and you're like right. whoa yeah, uh, yeah, maybe that's yeah. not fun um <laughs> so you're like you're like that's uh, an unfortunate timing mr bendis um yeah, sure. you could elaborate a bit more on, on her on her sort of uh arc there but it's sort of and, and then and then when she does get picked back picked back up yeah. again it's sort of like it's sort of she had sort of to start a bit from scratch with her arc and i think that was a bit of a shame mm-hmm. um but but carnage sure. gwen is fun like yeah. like the the one <laughs> panel where she's like she's turned around mm-hmm. and she's like she's got the blonde hair but the face so is all good. is all fucked up oh my god like, oh yeah this oh is my god. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah and funny thing she said that she was uh contemplating either go to peter's house for help or she'd just jump off a bridge mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um also yeah. um also she should never have gone with peter in that run she should never have that should never have been um <laughs> the, the 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 bit where mj's like didn't you say she was like a sister and peter was like yeah maybe um i, I don't know uh, <laughs> <laughs> but did you but did you hear about yeah. that sister comment in zeb wells yeah, well, joe kelly wrote yeah. the issue hmm. but he's gotta stop saying that he... he can't keep he can't keep getting away with it dude. <laughs> what the hell yeah it's um it's deja vu it really is it's deja vu with that um <laughs> uh, it's um but yeah no i it it, it it happens a lot gwen because also the same thing keeps happening right because 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 writers go ah, it kind of sucks that like gwen was killed off what if i what if i brought gwen back in some way to then like retell the story in a way which reconciles with with that sudden killing off better and then them immediately going oh but i've got to kill her off at the end of my thing so she's just <laughs> an endless cycle of getting brought yep. back and killed off and brought back yep. and turned <laughs> to dust and brought back and turned into a monster and all of this and really you know she she belongs with ben riley for the for the, all that like ben is the same fucking case of like he's back he's dead he's, he's back evil? he's evil he's, he's dead. crazy he's good he's back <laughs> he's dead he's back he's the king of hell <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> it needs to be after all that. Well, Gwen and Ben do get together in Spider-Man Life Story. Oh my goodness, dude. Life Story. Um, Fuck, it's so good. Shit. Yeah, that, I, I stand Life Story. I, I, yeah, that was good. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, I, I think part of the reason that Spider-Gwen kind of works is they sort of, they took all of that energy of like bringing Gwen back and like, mm. like killing her off, but instead of like killing her off, they're killing off everybody around her instead so <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, totally. it's yeah. Uh, yeah so it's uh it, it's uh i i, I yeah, yeah. It's, it's always gonna be my favorite like version of gwen even she's completely different from 616 one that we read about here is the version of spider gwen or ghost spider that's in 616 now is that is it like miles morales where she is the one from her own universe uh, but she... she's been merged into this one oh no, the thing is, um, she has this device which can actually let her split her time between her That's home universe right. and okay. Earth six one six. That's right. Yeah, She's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like they they did half halfway between like right. what what happened with Miles, so that she's commuting. So right. so her um, so her origin and her memory so, is still that Peter died yeah. as the and, and she. Yeah. Right. And at the end okay. of the day, she then still goes home to her like home universe right. and like eats dinner with her dad there. But then like gotcha. so so I think I think they, they wanted a reason to have like Gwen be available for yeah, things yeah. like for an event or whatever in mm-hmm. it's well like because she's gonna be in this chaos event. Um but they didn't like the amount of faff they put into moving miles into like six one six. Like and then to and then yeah. to want to go back. There's a whole event. Know. Yeah, and, and now they're like, ah it <laughs> You know, like it's coming back anyway now, and it's like <laughs> it's all of that effort, and 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 it's it's not like the best part of Miles's comics, I think, since I've been in spite of the fact he's been sort of shoved in six one six, and he's had to share the spotlight with Peter in that universe, mm. um, rather than because of it. I, I think I think it's I think it's a like it, it, it's it's lucky that his comics have been on par since that movie mm. because um I, I think i think it has damaged his brand a lot people didn't have the conversations about him needing to have a different name before he moved like mm. like bendis was very very clear you know he's spider-man you know he gets the web shooters from aunt may and all right. that like he's spider-man if peter parker comes back says ah you're spider-man um you know it's all very very mm-hmm. clear and then and then he moves to 616 mm-hmm. and then people have these conversations can he be spider-man and and like a spider gwen moved to 616 there'd be all these weird things about <laughs> there's the other gwen and there's the and like what about her mj and what about yeah. her dad is not who's dead who's not how does she relate to any of these people like you know it doesn't work um it's just it's just too many conflicts of interest how does she get a social security number when gwen stacy's dead exactly huh. exactly we gotta do a spinoff <laughs> well well that's all covered in the uh, ghost spider run how it explains why she can attend empire state university yeah. mm-hmm. 100%. all right well how also how thrilling is it that she's in these spider-verse movies and also on top of that yes. like if i'm remembering correctly like there's never a moment where like peter peter b parker like looks at her and he's like oh gwen stacy's death oh my god i'm so haunted by gwen stacy's death as far as i can remember they don't do that Mm. in the movie and it's just so refreshing for them to just be like it's spider gwen at this point she's like a different character and we don't have to fucking get into the whole like oh my god peter is so sad Yeah. (laughs) yeah Yeah, I, I'd like to think that in Peter B. Parker's world, Gwen wasn't part of his social mm. circle. Yeah. Um, I, Potentially, I, no, it's 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 really good because it also guarantees that Marvel can't just give it like the Mayday treatment and like mm. 
forget about it like this sort of because she's got a major movie appearance now like <laughs> right. they have to give her a comic um, yeah, 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 totally. um, so yeah. that, that's, that's nice yeah essentially spider gwen is kind of considered the main gwen now because i think if you were to ask someone under 25 uh who's the first person they think of when they say gwen stacy they're gonna think oh spider gwen mm, definitely yeah, for um, sure which is kind of wild uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I think I think just like there's 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 definitely a lot more. I think, and it, it, it all comes back to I think the Amazing Spider-Man films. They they mm-hmm. they were what changed the perception I think of Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man media because before yeah. it was MJ, it was MJ, it was MJ, it was all MJ yeah. all the way through. Yeah, and then they make the Spider uh, the, the Amazing Spider-Man films, and Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy like was just was up there. It's like one of the best things about that film is the romance. Yeah. It's yeah. it's that portrayal. It's that adaptation is was was so good that it's left people with a hunger for that kind of character. And I think mm-hmm. Spider Gwen draws more on that audience than it does a, the I think yeah. the sort of desire to reconcile necessarily with like what happened with six one six Gwen in the comics. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that and uh, before the Amazing Spider-Man movies, I think people's first exposure to Gwen Stacy in media would have been spectacular because she was deliberately excluded from the uh, 94 series. Mm-hmm. Except for oh, that yeah. one episode. Because, <laughs> with, oh yeah, where she's engaged to Armored Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah, and Armored Spider-Man's like kind of a Tony Stark dickhead, right? He must, he must be from the Mexican comics universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. yeah yeah but other than that one gwen she was deliberately excluded from the series because the showrunners didn't have the guts yeah. to include a character who is gonna die yeah weren't they gonna do it in spectacular season three they were planning on it i think so because it was gonna get like really dark or something and then he said that they were gonna like move into like movie like oh, feature length so like movies that were gonna be like darker this is Greg Wiseman, I think, saying this at some point years ago. I could be totally fucking wrong, but I, I, you know, down that rabbit hole as a kid being like, where's more spectacular mm-hmm. Spider-Man? And then he'd be like, yeah, we're doing fucking Carnage next. And I think Hobgoblin was next. That's another one where they improved on her character a lot. I feel like is spectacular. Definitely. Like if she had died tragically in Spectacular, I think it would have been really effective yeah. because of how... Mm-hmm. Yeah, how pumped up that character is. But a really cool plot point was that Emily Osborne, Norman's wife, would have had a central role in that unmade mm. third season. Huh. I, I, I mean, Interesting. She never gets any fucking I play. Forgot. <laughs> I, I, for, I forgot there was a mum. It's the Osbournes. I forgot yeah. about that character. Yeah, um, yeah I, think, <clears throat> uh, I think Greg Wiseman probably would have had an interesting take in the night when Stacey died. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he would have... Yeah, but... I'd, if if he would have done that, um, he would have he would have done the same thing that like Conway did here. Um, mm. Yeah. No. But uh, in the '94 series, I think their only compromise was to chuck MJ into an interdimensional portal Mary off a bridge. Jane. Oh, so good. Is so the '94 series that's the one where he can't punch? Yep. Like he's not even allowed. To, yeah. And they mm. shoot lasers. Yeah. Yes. So tame. Like they can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. None of plasma. And then she comes back as a water clone. That's yep. true. That's yep. that that we were talking to who were we talking to about the animated series recently? Mm-hmm. Oh Sal. Sal says what? So of course Sal of Comic Pop uh was saying he was rewatching mm-hmm. that. Wasn't into it. That's fine, Sal. I don't think it is fine. 
and 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 I read that um, if the series would have been not cancelled, MJ <laughs> yeah. would have been found in Victorian England, where Carnage was Jack the Ripper. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. wild. Yeah. As is, uh, as is, she's, she's been great. Just floating in a time dilation portal somewhere. To this day, yeah. they gotta find her. They're gonna go him and Madam Web. They're floating off. They're gonna go do it. Yeah, season six, baby, bring it back. If we're doing X Men, let's do Spider Man. That would be so sick. So would it be called Spider Man ninety eight? Because that's when it ended. I guess so. That would be so. They 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 should do the new series and see how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for freshman year. I think if it's still happening, yes, yes, it it is. is. Still still going that one. Yeah, it's just season two that they're waiting until the reception of freshman year that they get the green light. Okay. The okay. um, I'm always interested in more Spider-Man animation. Bring it on. Yeah, and um, so yeah, this arc was also partially included in the 2002 Spider-Man mm. movie. That was what surprised me most. Mm. Having not read this before, was was yeah. how much of this was. But I, it felt like more was borrowed from sort of the way the plot went for like the first Raimi film. Yeah. And, than even the Mark Webb stuff, which actually had Gwen in, like the fights with Goblin, mm-hmm. beat for beat, are all in yeah. that film. I had blanked is, on the fact that it ends with the impalement of the glider, uh, but yeah, reading through it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is just the third act of the the first Raimi movie. Yeah, it was just, um, and yeah, no, just like the, the like the the all of the tension there is like it's like Jerry Conway was was laying the groundwork for. Mm-hmm for that film which was um mm-hmm. yeah I, I i think it's um probably some of the best stuff as well as is 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 the sort of is the fights between goblin and pete um mm-hmm. the, the 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 very physical and very yeah. environmental as well like like he's yeah. like the bashing into stuff constantly yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's probably part of you know part of the upsetting quality of course is like him like talking to dead when stacy's body and talking to himself about it is so upsetting but also yeah how mm. brutal he gets with the goblin is like you're i mean like, the issue oh, the, the two issues you actually think he's gonna do it gorgeous. they look so great and yeah the the fights like are are so clean and, and like yeah to the point that like when he's just like holding them still and just hitting them over and over it's just like christ for the time it's really yeah. dark they look great ethan I was a little like I don't know why they're only in black and white. Griffin, they look, they look great. Griffin, look great. And you've heard the news about how they're shock um, that they're teasing that something shocking in fifty years is going to come into uh, later ASM. So, so that means something more shocking since the night Gwen Stacy died mm-hmm. and Superior. I don't know if. You- no, it's it's not going to be killing off Mary Jane because that's extremely well, poor taste. I feel like yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know if everybody's read the latest issue, but we're doing like a flashback arc that's showing why MJ has a family now. So I imagine that the thing is just the choice of them doing that and like how that reality shift happens. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe everybody dies. Everybody dies? Yeah, and Spider-Man too. Wow. They all get thrown off a bridge. No, Paul eats the children. Oh. Oh, no. Paul, I knew it. We got to throw Paul into a time dilation. This is is a huge tangent, but has everybody (laughs) seen the Paul Twitter account? 
Um, this, this guy who's just been That's tweeting awesome. as Paul. As, as Mary um, Jane's Paul? <laughs> yeah, as Mary Jane's no, Paul. I have not seen that. Yeah, no, it's... it's a, that is fucking... It's, it's a very it. specific account. Paul doesn't even have a last name, so he's basically a non-character. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's, it's definitely, like, it's, it's such a, like, uh, played out... Thing where you have the the breakup and then the new the new boyfriend come in with, after a time jump, who's just this very like normal guy. Like it's what you mean by normal done. guy. He looks like a hip music producer. <laughs> uh... Well, I mean, I thought everybody looks like that in New York. That, that's, that's how it looks from. It's yeah. true. Um, um, but it, it's I I mean I the Zeb Wells run will play out. And we'll, we'll see. I'm hoping they <laughs> like, I can't, you can't call it, it at this point. Yeah, he actually did a short interview with another person on Twitter about teasing upcoming stuff for his run. So in this new one, uh, Kamal mm-hmm. is going to be a big part of it. Uh, he's he's writing a Doc Ock arc right now. With, Let's go. They're going to re- uh, do Rec Rap again with Ed McGuinness. Okay, oh, that's fun. Which, speaking of, I, I feel like Rec Rap is so precious. <laughs> yeah. I um, It's like a giant uh-huh. teddy bear. Rec yeah. Rap's... He's a big dude. He's big. That's, that's like a spider hulk that looks like Crazy Frog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they should put him in the Sony universe um, with Venom and Morbius. Just yes. have the three, the three of oh, them yes. team up. Yes. Yeah. They can the all be jumpy, jumpy guys. guys. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. What are they going to be doing? Web wanging? Because that's what Rec mm-hmm. Rap calls his web slinging. Jesus. <laughs> I, I've been, I, I, I like Zeb's, Zeb's stuff. I've been enjoying the run. It's been an interesting, you know, period. This post-slot era that we're in of Spencer to Beyond to Zeb Wells with, you know, a couple of guest creators coming in. It's yeah. been really interesting. And also Ed McGinnis. Is oh. great. Also, I think John Romita Jr. is doing great work too. It's it is crazy mm-hmm. to have him so consistently doing it and doing all these covers. It's like, holy shit, just rocking my ass back to fucking yeah. like 2008. Ex- except for that one Judgment Day cover where Gwen just looks bored out of her mind. Yeah, I think yeah. There's there's definitely been some interesting facial expressions, but. Um, but yeah, no, like, like I think JRJR just like he just turns in pages. Like he's just very, very consistently. Like even if he's not the mm-hmm. prettiest artist, he's not the most detailed artist, but he he will turn in his work for the month. And honestly, I think a lot of the time Marvel are looking for that because ASM is that's 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 a lot of work. It's a lot mm-hmm. of work to take on. Like you, you, the, the amount of artists which must burn out on that book and like stay on for like like three issues mm-hmm. of one arc and then be like they need like a like like, like, like mm-hmm. a half a year off just to recover from the the the, the deadlines and yeah. uh yeah no I, I respect anybody who can do that even if i don't like the art that very much so um yeah no mad uh, respect to for writing the zeb wells and um, drawing the zeb wells asm run and is any of you also reading gold goblin because that's also kind of related to gwen's death gold, gold goblin was really good but i've not read it I can't say I'm reading Gold Goblin, no. But yeah, I'm just gonna say, yeah, Norman's mm-hmm. constantly haunted by Gwen's ghost. It's true. He's mm-hmm. like, uh, why did I do it? Why did I do it? Why did I'm you do crazy. it, Norman? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If he's gonna be a good guy, he may as well be interested in what he's mm-hmm. doing. It, you know, he's. Well, this week is gonna be the series finale. Oh yeah. For for Gold Goblin. Oh, so the series finale. Okay, was it always supposed to be a mini, or did it? Or yeah, 
Yeah, it was always going to be five issues. Great. Okay, then good for them. I'm happy. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. They did not give that title much much chance, did they? Holy fuck. Uh, no, but I, uh, I'm i also still in Dark Web. I haven't finished Dark Web. Because I, uh, I, like, I got to the Venom stuff, and then I was like, I haven't read any of Al Ali Wing's Venom. I got to go back and read Al's Venom. And then I was like, oh, that's like a year's worth of Venom I got to read real quick before I continue Dark Web. So this happens to me all the time. I get stalled out because I'm like, I got to go back and read this thing before I read this thing. And then I never <laughs> fucking do because I'm, <laughs> because I'm so bad at it. Um, so, no, I still haven't finished Dark Web, but I'm aware of what's going on. Everyone's talking about it on Twitter. Everyone, everyone has to talk about it on Twitter. So I know what's going on. Also, I keep reading this sentence in the show notes here. The Spidey saves Gwen dot 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 only for her to be killed by a sparkle gl- <laughs> sparkle blast from That's Goblin good. slash MJ. And I'm like, wild, wild, a sparkle blast. Face, dude. Yeah, if you see the panel, it's just a sparkle to Gwen's forehead. It's fatal. <laughs> it is, it, it, though maybe not as uh, swift a death as it would have been to throw one of those spooky little bats at One of the little ghosts, maybe? One of those bats. Oh, a little ghosty. Yeah, that would have been it's good. It's got all kinds of stuff in that bag. <laughs> well, think about because in this version, MJ is the goblin, so she would have shot from a distance. Gotcha. Mm. Well... I also like that in the issue, it seems that Green Goblin like has left enough like goblin paraphernalia for Spider-Man to know that he came by, including uh, what he calls like a like a lantern, pumpkin like yeah. lantern like, and so it's just like a pumpkin bomb that Goblin must have hollowed out and was just like this will just like make a nice little like ambient light. I like to have these like on my desk and around my house, you know, to create a nice mood. That was something I did want to say. That moment is really great when Spider-Man gets back to where Gwen was and the room is all ransacked and the pumpkin's sitting there. And like, because it's in this era, every panel is so filled with words that when you get a silent panel or a panel with not many words, it's really affecting. And when he gets to that room and it's like really like, like foreboding. And then he just says like, Oh my Lord. And the text is kind of small. It's like, Ugh. like it just mm-hmm. feels like very wrong for a comic of the time. That's a really effective moment. Yeah. And they do that later, the uh, minimum to no wording when Harry dies on his way to the hospital, right? That's mm-hmm. true. I love how, like, it's supposed to, it, not supposed to, you know, it, it is this really dark, like, intense, upsetting mm-hmm. thing. But, like, it's still the 1970s and it's still a Spider-Man comic. So they got to have Peter call him yeah, a buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like, I'm going to fucking like, murder you, buster. I'm going to yeah, murder yeah, yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> And doesn't he call Jameson Mister Nineteen Seventy Three? He calls him like Mister like Mister Charisma. Uh, yeah, Mister is it Charisma? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Mister yeah, Charisma Nineteen Seventy Three. Literally dating the comic mm-hmm. with them. Oh Pete, listen, yeah. Pete, Pete oh, may be yeah. in mourning, but he's still got jokes. He's got jokes. Yeah. The um, yeah, actually, uh, speaking of stuff of the air, I will say the way they handled the drug stuff is really poor. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, that bit it's, when Peter says, uh, uh, like, yeah. he's talking about how he's like, I don't know why anybody would do it. I guess it just depends on how strong you are. And Harry must be weak. <laughs> so, I was like, oh, yeah. boy. But, <laughs> you do LSD. It's, you're really, you're in a terrible bit, human. Right. And there's such a distressing scene where he, like, where yeah. like, Harry's yeah. pleading with him, like, to oh, be his friend and, like, stay with him. And he just walks off. And then that's it. Like, like, they don't go back. Like, that's the last you see. That moment I really like because yeah. Peter can be incredibly selfish. 
and have like like really intense tunnel vision when he's dealing with things in his life and i i like moments like that when yeah. he lets people down because he makes the wrong choices at times and i think that i i find that really really effective the way that peter can be flawed um yeah mm-hmm. that was really sad yeah. poor harry that's the best stuff it's the, the stuff in amazing mm-hmm. fantasy yeah. when it's just like dude yeah he sucks, sucks a, little a little bit yeah Oh, he does. Yeah. He does kind of suck. Uh, but he's yeah, the best. I, I, okay. I think, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, putting aside like this isn't really how LSD works um, <laughs> yeah. as, as a drug. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. but but like yeah. Yeah, just just yeah, just like this is no way to treat like 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 or, or like oh, yeah. any of the characters yeah. like the way they talk about Harry's condition yeah. is just it's it's so like this is his fault. It's he, mm-hmm. you know he had life handed to him in a silver platter. Why did he turn through all mm-hmm. of this? It's so mean. It's a uh, it's 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 a great it's a great (laughs) Spider-Man story. It's not a great Gwen Stacy story or a great drug story. (laughs) I love how they're like, oh my god, he has literally lost his mind. Mm -hmm. He's schizophrenic now. He has psychosis. We are not gonna take him to the hospital. (laughs) We are gonna chill right here in the Osborne study. (laughs) And there were similar beats to ASM two when uh, Harry was so desperate to get Spider Man's blood. I need his blood. Yeah, yeah. Magic blood. That line delivery. That magic blood. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's very specific, right? Yeah. I forgot to point out the Easter egg in ASM2 where Gwen's time of death is 121. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things in that movie. Dude, oh my god. Andrew Garfield crying over her corpse. The whole motif in the whole movie Fuck! of time and needing more time trying to stop time and he's literally stopping the clock tower at the end while he's fighting the goblin. He's got his yeah, foot in the fucking cog. Like, falls apart and the clock falls to 121. That's <laughs> the... incredible shit, man. Because that's like yeah. the crucial difference between the death in the mm-hmm. movie and the book. Again, we were talking about the convoluted nature of the death in the book. And so it's like, was she already dead or was she was dying as she was falling or is the whiplash? But yeah, definitively in the movie, it is because like Peter's mm-hmm. too late. He doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough time. You know, the movie starts. Richard Parker's like, if only I had more and time. And it zooms out of his watch. <laughs> it yeah, starts yeah, in yeah, the yeah, clock. Yeah, <laughs> Um, so definitively it's like Peter has run out. There's not enough time to save Gwen and they do get the, like the sort of snap and like, she's like smashes her fucking head on that pavement, but it is like so much more thematically Mm. resonant in the movie in so many ways. And then it's so brutal and upsetting to Mm. see him crying and then to go to the funeral and he's there all year in the fucking cemetery and Oh, damn it. And then he watches the fucking speech and I'm crying my (laughs) eyes out. And then he goes and fights Paul Giamatti. He saves that kid. And then Kendrick Lamar comes in and it's the best fucking fucking great film I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Masterpiece. Uh, not too long ago, I actually watched a Lego version of that death scene oh, no. on Twitter, oh, no. and, and yeah, instead of her, like her Lego figure Brutal. just breaks when Brutal. she hits the ground. That's good. That's good. Holding all the pieces, like <laughs> stay with me, stay with me. Uh, he's trying to put them back together. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cut them. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, man, it's crazy how this story just continues mm-hmm. to resonate and ripple in so mm-hmm. many ways. Um, and Jerry Conway's probably making no money off of any of that stuff. Yeah. So 
that sucks. But um, but I'm so glad that the character mm. has this this new life. I do think you know sometimes it can get you know really uh, like kind of gimmicky, and I don't love that stuff when we're just like, what if it was a billion variant covers of Gwen Stacy as all the X Men, and it's like. Okay, <laughs> like you're just finding like excuses, I think, to get this, you know, get as much money out of it as possible. But of course, all the Spider Gwen stuff and Ghost Spider is so interesting. And I'm so happy that she's in the movies. Uh, and I can't wait to see the sort of legacy that this character continues to have. I agree. Oh, yeah. 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 Gwen 65 really is her true legacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Definitely. Because like spider gwen ghost spider is gonna is going to like keep going and is eventually like going to dwarf the amount of time where it was like just like peter parker's dead girlfriend yeah spider gwen kind of feels like she's like emblematic of the era of comics that we're in of sort of reclaiming a character like that from plot device status into being a character with its own agency and its own world and everything and i think that's I think that says a lot about, you know, where comics are at now and how far they've come. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. I love it. And the uh, yeah, Spider Gwen before she officially chose her new code name to be Ghost Spider, she had this mantra, Death loves Gwen <laughs> Stacy. That's good. That's good. How do you guys feel about the Ghost Spider name? Good. It's I mean, it's uh Yeah, it is kinda tight. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it fits her brand, not just because of her costume, it's because in 616, she's legally dead over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah That's such works. a good point. I love that. There's definitely been some attempts at renaming characters that uh, are pretty poor. I think Miles has like three different attempts, all of them very bad names, <laughs> and should not have been attempted because he is Spider-Man. Whereas I think Gwen was much less attached to the Spider-Woman mantle. Um, mm-hmm. because there are already yeah. so many spider women and she has nothing to do with them. Um, and, uh, you know, spider Gwen is a good title, but as a code name, mm-hmm. especially if you want to adapt her story fresh, mm-hmm. less so, um, a ghost spider, you know, like, like all that thing about, all, uh, all about death, about reclaiming that works as ghost spider. It's why she picks it in the comic is because she's reflecting on her losses and yeah. how she appears to other people. Also, she's got like a white hood. She kind of looks like a ghost. So there's even one issue where she does do camo. So, you know, um, <laughs> oh, dude, oh, yeah. God damn it. By the way, just like, and you guys have surely talked about it a lot, but that design is so fucking good. It, it's crazy. It's so crazy good. that that and Miles came yes. out or like, you know, in a similar time because like both of those designs just like stand out so far ahead of like the millions of redesigns of spider-man over the years and yeah they both just i they're always gonna work it's crazy the hoodie sells it oh man so So good i love a hoodie i love a hoodie i think they're both very like minimalist takes on the spider Mm. design but they both use like it's a black outfit right Mm. and then they Mm -hmm. kind of teardrop like yeah, 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 yeah. The, the the bit on top right so like miles has this big triangle and gwen kind of has like like the the silhouette of a spider is kind of like pulled over the top of her mm-hmm. outfit so like and i think like both of them really work like you could do a dozen designs like that and i think they would all they would all kind of work where yeah. you just completely like black like yeah. middle to bottom and then like a design around the top mm-hmm. um yeah I, 
Yeah. Yes. And the yeah, the both of us have this ongoing stance that Gwen's suit is sacred. <laughs> Nothing should be done to touch it. What about oh, the, what about the ballet shoes <laughs> in the will. movie? No. no, no, no. We're, we're, we're anti ballet flat podcast. Right. We've 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 uh, we we love the Chuck okay, Taylors because yeah. she has okay. Chuck Taylors. You see, I mean that's I mean that's better, awesome. right? But in the movie, it, it, looks, it, it looks good. I like the, I like the idea. I like yeah. the color. It's a design choice. It's a great yeah. design choice. We're, we're very orthodox Spider Gwen readers. Like we're very like yes, this is this is the correct Spider Gwen interpretation. This is you know um, sure. But but sure. Uh, but of course, yeah. like you know, we can't you know we can't impugn somebody who decides to to give her battle effects. That said, they are giving her Chuck Taylors in the new film. So um, I think they saw the light go. Um, and yes. decided to go a different direction. That's pretty good because. She, she's she's grungier she's not a ballerina you know she's she's punk yeah. you know so mm-hmm. um i think i think the trick tailors for that better um than than the ballet flats so that's sure. um yeah but not a really big fan of how on her arms now on her forearms mm-hmm. how there's more pink there you're saying in spider-verse or in ghost in the newer one they've given her like like glove things um be good to sell toys somehow. I think. Yeah, I've been avoiding <laughs> all the marketing. And so Sorry, I haven't. No, it's okay. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm gonna take a look now. See if I can get a shot of it. Um. So the the there see. have been some stills where she's still got the ballet flats on, but um. Oh, the, yeah. There is a new oh, design yeah, where she's got like longer hair. They've given her like 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 wrist warmer things and Chuck Taylors, and I think yeah. that's like. I like it. Uh, as they're working like on it. spinning all this stuff out from spider-verse they got that noir amazon series they're working on and stuff i really would not be surprised if spider gwen gets her own kind of space uh whether it's animated or what yeah i heard a rumor that they're making it yeah and of course everybody's always talking about emma stone doing it which should mm-hmm. be fun maybe 10 years ago she would have yeah i mean she could still do a voice uh yeah it's, yeah who knows? it's in the cards yeah I mean, again, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the third act of Spider-Verse here tries mm-hmm. to pull in as many voice cameos yeah, as, for sure. as possible. Not specifically the third act of Across, but the third film. What's the last one called? Beyond the Spider-Verse. God, the, these movies are going to be so fucking sweet. I think they're going to be good. I frankly, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of, of all the adaptations of Spider-Gwen that they'll like come in and, and, and ruin it. Because <laughs> it's sort of like she's such a new character that like... Um, yeah. Listen, dude. Peter's been through the ringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peter yes. has had like, and Miles mm-hmm. and Gwen, they mm-hmm. will go through all the same stuff eventually. Well, well next year Gwen turns yeah. ten, so that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> next so, um, year. Yeah. Yeah. Edge oh of the Spider Verse number two going up on the on the on the eBay ratings. Are you guys gonna have? Are you guys gonna have a little? I thought. Why did I think it's sixteen? I even have this slabbed. Ooh, oh, that's sweet. That's sick. Are you guys gonna have a little ten-year birthday party? We 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 ought to do. Um. Yeah. We we we, we, we ought to do some kind of episode. Uh. Because like live live show. Live, we haven't done a live show. Come come to a con. You're gonna have to come across the pond. Yeah. I New York City Comic Con. I, I, I mean, I I promised Abigail that I I will come and do uh, a fan expo. Um, one of these years. Yeah, uh, that'd be sweet. How did you guys hook up for this? Um, I uh, went through a phase in the pandemic where I uh, chronically posted about Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. Back when they cancelled uh, the Maguire cool. Ghost Spider Gwen, right. um, I wrote lengthy Reddit threads trying to uh, assess um, 
like the state of the like the comics and like wh- why they'd cancelled it because they'd just gotten back into comics and then they cancelled like the comic mm-hmm. that I was like completely obsessed with. That'll happen. Um, and, and so I, <laughs> yeah, Ab- Abigail came across it right and mm-hmm. and and was like, "Well, um, yeah. did did you want to do a Spider-Man podcast?" And and all of a sudden, oh, cool. I had a much more constructive place to put all of my Spider-Gwen thoughts. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we've Very been nice. doing it since. We've That's done awesome. all of the comics and we cover just about every appearance she has, which is which is just enough to keep us ticking over at the moment. We mm. we get a mini series and an event appearance. So mm. we get about um yeah, we, we, we have a good good little podcast mm. going and we can give news and we can tell people to to, to order the comic, which I think has helped I, I, in my mind, we're, we're helping, but we could have eight listeners for all I know, honestly. <laughs> I haven't checked the stats in so long. Hey, man, we just make still, it, we enjoy that's, it. That's not nothing. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time in the... Don't don't check the stats. Yeah, totally. Don't make the show. If it, if it makes totally. you happy, we've, make we've, we've spent a lot of time in the, the comics podcast space, and I love I love how in that space, like, any character is somebody's favorite character. And so, like, there, there could be a whole network of shows de- dedicated to one character. So I think it's sick. Yeah, basically the two of us hooked up the same way you two have hooked up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Even more so, you guys are in different continents. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Transatlantic podcast. Yeah, yeah. we make it work. <laughs> um, yeah, have we used to pull your time? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we, we, uh, we can wrap up if you, if you guys like. I'm having yeah. a, a great chat, but I wasn't sure if there's anything more. I don't want to cut it too um too short if if we're wrapping it up before you guys got to everything you wanted to cover in the episode i think we've pretty much covered everything there is about her death <laughs> uh-huh. which, which is which is yeah. which is the comic which is the yeah yeah unfortunate for gwen yeah. stands but hey if she didn't die we wouldn't have spider gwen it's true yeah. it's yeah. true i really enjoyed going back to this it's and revisiting true. this and chatting with you guys so yeah thanks so much for bringing us on this was a great time yeah, thanks. Thanks for giving me a reason to read one of the most upsetting and uh, brutal Spider-Man comics. History. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real, real uh, mm-hmm. mood lightener. Yeah, well, thank you for coming on. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, it was. It's been. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with yeah, you guys. It's nice to talk to like more veterans in this space. I think, which is, um, yeah, you know, has been going through it. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been. It's been. been really nice. It's been a really good episode. Any. Any opportunity yeah, to check Spider-Man, I think we will take it yeah. for sure. But uh, before we close, did any of you want to just put in your own plugs? We could. What do you got, Griffin? We could. We are We are over at klcpress.com working with Ryan Segman and mm-hmm. Donnie Cates, who you might know from Spider-Man adjacent things mm-hmm. like Venom. Absolute Carnage, King and Black. Superior Spider-Man. Um, they're working on Banish right now over at Image Comics. Of course, Superior Spider-Man is the 10-year anniversary of Superior Spider-Man. We've been kind of celebrating over mm-hmm. on KLC. Uh, KLCPress.com. You can hop into our live streams if you subscribe. Abigail's there every time. And we uh, we hang out, we chat, Ryan Stegman draws. It's great. Um, we are also over there working with Brian Michael Bendis at Jinx World. Mm-hmm. dot com um i mean it's brian michael bendis man <laughs> i don't like it's five bucks a month for you to get access to like like insane 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 amounts of like behind the scenes um like he's just going all in on 
mm. every single one of his projects on creation. And then if you're into creating comics, we're doing a virtual mm -hmm. class every other week. Um, he just started doing Fortune and Glory. Mm -hmm. The musical installments are releasing on there. That's about his time working on the Spider-Man musical, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. So he's he's chronicling the like one week he worked on that project. It's a great comic. It's, it's, a, it's a really uh, cool like autobiographical yeah, thing. It's very unique. Uh, and if you are somebody like us who is obsessed with Spider the Spider-Man Broadway show, uh, it's like candy. It's like candy. It's amazing. Absolutely. I'm, I'm only familiar with the one clip where um the Green Goblin introduces the Sinister Six. Mm -hmm, it's good um, stuff. Of course. Yeah. Freak freaks like mm -hmm. me, freaks like us, yes. or whatever that song yes. is called. Um, so good. A long time ago, we found a bootleg DVD of it at a at a convention, and so we've seen we've kind of seen it. It's really dark, and the cameras really shit. really dark. And, and sometimes there's an usher coming around the corner, like, so oh, the fuck, guy puts oh, the shit. camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just like darkness yeah. and <laughs> shuffling. It was a great way to watch it. And we're also we do a podcast with Matthew Rosenberg at AshcanPress.com. It's called Ideas, Ideas Don't Bleed. Bleed. We do that show with him as well. And that's great stuff. For our personal stuff, it's mostly on KLC Press, though. We have a comic book coming out really soon, uh, and we're slowly dripping little things out about it. Uh, and you can find all the details of that at klcpress.com. I think that's pretty much everything right now. You two specifically have a comic book coming out with KLC. We are co-writing a comic book. Well, we're co-writing many comic books, but we're co-writing this first comic book. And we have the, incredi the incredible Bob Quinn uh, doing the art, who worked on Bob Thor Quinn. with Donny Cates. Um, and he worked on uh, Knights of X and a whole lot of great Marvel stuff. And the book looks incredible. And we're Alligator Loki Alligator on Loki Marvel Unlimited. right now. Yeah. If you're um, if you're on Marvel Unlimited, you love Alligator that is. Loki. That's Bob Quinn. He's drawing our comic book. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. He's so fucking good. The pages are so good. We can't wait to show people our comic. It book. is going to be great. Just, but yeah, that, that's what we got going on. Very busy people. Do you want to tease the code name of your new book? It, it is codenamed Project 8. Uh, and it, we haven't really talked about it, but it's uh, that code name is for many reasons. It, it applies to many different things, but the re the official title uh, is coming up with an official announcement super soon. It's right around the corner. So you've, you've narrowed it down to eight titles. So yeah, we certainly went through. At least eight. But yeah, we somehow. You, you two are doing here. like a dozen, doesn't you, you're attached to like a dozen different things at once at the moment. <laughs> you, 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 yeah, so many, we never stop working, Pat. A Packs. lot of different emails that you guys are gonna gotta write and follow up. Um, we live in our emails. Yes, yeah. yes. However, finding breaks, you know, in the schedule to just chill, talk about comics, talk about characters and stories that we love with fine folks like yourself. We're so happy to do it. And we're so happy Absolutely. to have done the episode. Thanks, with you guys. Uh, thanks. Thank you for having us. Very, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. Cool. Uh, so should I wrap up? Yep. Yeah. All right. Great stuff. Um, unless you had something to say there. Sorry. I realized I cut you off. No, no. You guys feel free. Take it home. Okay. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, next week. Uh, next, I say next week every time. It's not next week anymore. Uh, the next time we make an episode of, of this podcast, we will be reading Spider-Man number six. Um, we're getting to the end of the Dan Slot, end of the Spider Verse arc, and we will be uh, going through that and Gwen's supporting role. Um, we'll put links in the description on where to buy and read that, as well as uh, 
these two issues that we went over today. Uh, it's going to be a reading list uh, about the Spider Gwen reading order, which I I need to update. I need I need still. I, I said that last last episode as well. Um, I can see Abigail's face. I'm I'm I, I, yeah. I know. I will update it. Um, and uh, yeah. So uh, please. Uh, Read Spider-Man six, number six, uh, if you do so wish, and send in your thoughts on what you think of that issue um, at GS Groupies on Twitter or ghostspidergroupies at gmail.com. Um, and we will discuss your thoughts in our podcast here. We also have a Ko-fi page as well, if you'd like to uh, put in uh, some money for us to pay Pod- Podbean for the subscription costs <laughs> to keep the podcast alive. Yes, please. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. I've been Pax. And I've been Abigail. And we're the Supple Boys. <laughs> oh, F yeah. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.